Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, I'm Genevieve here. Catch us on this episode of Tea with Tea. Hello, hello. Welcome to another fresh episode of Tea with Tea Pod. And this episode is proudly sponsored by Lipting, my faves, of course. You know, one of the things that I'm very happy about or I'm, I'm big on on Tea with Tea Pod is people's journeys and their stories, especially stories that inspire other people. And my guest today has a very inspiring story because I know her. Will we be hustle? Come on. Put your hands together for Genoviva Ume. Come on. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm on your pod like this. Now you be this so star girl. Come on. I know people always say, oh, eh, eh, is it because I'm not a big star? I'm not a big star. But <laughs> you're a star, you're a star. Just what is your journey about? That's yeah. my own thing. Oh, like, Absolutely. we need to tell stories that inspire people. And I think your story inspires me a lot, even as your friend, right? Mm. So I want us to take it from. The beginning, let's go back, 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 back to where it started from, right? Right. Let's talk about growing up. You, were you raised here? No, I was born in Enugu State. Um, really? Yes, Enugu, Kositi. Why did I think you were born in the UK? I think it's because of my accent, right? Right. Yeah, but like, accent fish fish chop. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it has learnt, you know, a couple Meta of other that. tongues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, 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 I was born in Enugu. Um... Yeah, born and raised up until I was 11, 12. Right. Yeah, 12, I think. And I moved to the UK. I moved to London with my family. Oh, so you're just... So, first off, my my, my mom moved because she's a nurse. Right. Um, so she was the one that got the opportunity to um, kind of like start practicing in the UK. And then two years later, dad and I joined. Oh, that's beautiful. No, tell me about growing up. Before we get to the UK, tell me about growing up in Inugu. What was it like? Inugu States. It was freeing. You know, recently someone asked me that and I, and I, and I said that it felt like I was on holiday. In you know, in Inugu. Because like, I don't know, maybe my parents like shielded me from like the realities or harsh re- realities of living in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But I just always felt happy and like very much involved in like creative arts or like, you know, creating things. I was part of like dance um, community in church. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, part of like the singing community. So we would be doing now, behold the lamb with the gloves and everything. Contemporary Fresh dancing was everything. Slam. It was everything. <laughs> we we're just doing know, it, you know, and I it was know. so much fun. And I, I also felt like protected and loved. I'm, I, we, I know that like growing up, like we had this ne- next door neighbor. And they would always like look after me and like really look out for me. Well, your mom is off to work. Yeah, mom's yeah. off to work. Yeah. Dad's off to work. Because dad was like working in another state. He was working oh. in Anambra state whilst we lived in Enugu, ah. you know. So that journey was like a lot. Girl. Yeah, but also like I just got to like see like experience discipline with my family. Because like my dad's a, essentially, I call him a lecturer because he's an academic. Mm. And he literally just, um, <laughs> he was he was teaching <laughs> He was teaching a lot, you know, growing up. Um, so, and then my mom was a nurse. So, like, you know, their work schedules was always crazy. Yeah. But, like, they always, like, just kind of got me involved and loved me and, like, made sure that I was doing interesting, fun stuff. Oh, that's that so kids sweet. are supposed to do. Yes. Do you have siblings? I do. I do. I have a 13-year-old brother. Yeah. Oh, so born, he was born in the UK? Yeah. Well, you know, he was born in Nigeria as well. So, he right. got to experience Nigerian life. And then he experienced UK life. And then he messed up. And he was sent back to... Nijak <laughs> and now he's back kids. in the UK he was one of those you know the, so the thing is yeah with my parents it was like okay we're in the UK we're in London it's 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 very hard for like um, um, black um, teenage boys mm-hmm. to live in London yeah. especially when that knife crime is ripe yes. they were like you're not gonna disgrace me gonna <laughs> you know you we're gonna send you back mm. um, so no um, no but he's my G love him like he's mm. my G like we, we get on like and I tell him all the time, I'm not your parent. I'm your sister, you mm-hmm. know. So anything, just I've got you, just like talk to me. Um, so sweet. yeah, really love, really love my relationship with my brother actually. So you, you moved at 11. Did you experience any culture shock? Because this was you already grown. You were 11. So yeah. it means that you were a teenager. Yeah. So I, I remember like, first off, just getting to the UK and it being like really cold. I remember I was wearing a I was wearing this suit a suit jacket on my dad my mom's suit jacket, mm-hmm. and I remember like getting out and then it being so cold that my dad had to take off his socks and he put it in my as gloves because <laughs> it was so cold, um, and then just getting home and like seeing like a white Christmas because it was the first time I saw snow. Oh, you, you went know. in December. I went in December and I, I got to experience snow for the first time, and then like having to like wrap up warm. And then we get to school, my first day of school, and like, um, you know, one of the um, one of my peers was like, um, "Where are you from?" I was like, "Oh, I'm from Nigeria." <laughs> like he legit now till today he was saying to me, "Oh yeah, I'm from Nigeria," mm. you know? Because <laughs> you're very Nigerian. <laughs> yeah, because like the way I, the way I pronounced it I was yeah. like, I'm from, "I'm from Nigeria," or you know, like I remember he, um, we were in class and I needed to like ease myself, excuse myself, or whatever, and he was like, "Oh." Nobody was like looking my way, and I didn't know how to tell or get like the teacher's uh, attention. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I just left. I left the room. Is it like? Yeah, <laughs> I left the room and came back thinking, you know, I got away with it, and everyone's now staring at me as soon as I got into the room. Like, the teacher, the DT teacher, I'll never forget. She was like, "Why did you leave? Why did you leave? We're doing textile. Da, 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 da. You're not supposed to leave. If you need to leave, you tell me, okay?" You know, and I was why like, couldn't you tell her? Because I was so... Shy? Yeah, or... I was shy. And like, it was my first day. And and I wasn't outspoken growing up. Like, I was just... Yeah, you. Was, yeah me. You. Me. Yeah, I was really shy. <laughs> um, So I wasn't that outspoken growing up. So like, yeah, no. Yeah, my teacher was like, oh yeah. 
you know. Um, yeah, so if I think about like family and I think about that particular mm. school, it's like, okay, um, you're very much African. Um, it's tough for you to be um, be yourself. Mm. Um, I remember like making a friend though. Like, like I made one friend and she was Ghanaian. And we like stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> for the, the entirety of the Africa stuck together for the entirety of high school. Wow. Literally. Um, so yeah. But you eventually fitting, because at some point after a while you make friends that you've had to Yeah, so after a while, I I sort of started like making new friends. Mm-hmm. I made new friends with like different people from different cultures. Mm-hmm. And then I figured that I wasn't so alien and I could and I had the ability to make friends. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that, like um, yeah, and I think drama as well was like one of like the catalysts for me to like so you got into drama express in, myself in like high yeah. school. That's high what you guys school. call it, right? Yeah. So like drama. Here, dra- so. <laughs> so our drama, my drama class in high school was like like two hours of like the best time of mm. my life, you know. And it felt like the shortest time. I didn't have enough time. Like there needs to be like four hours of this class, you know, because I I really 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 loved it. Um, yeah, and it was the place where I felt the most free, um, just like free to express myself. And I was always like ready to like do whatever the work was or take mm. on whatever like a task we have. And I was even more excited to do anything outside of school. <laughs> you know, like oh, we're, we're going to see a play at a theater. Let's do it. You yeah. know, or like we are going to um, we're going to film something. Um, first time we were getting on screen and we were we were going with like this producer that had been on a show that we frequently watch on right. primetime television. And we were so excited. I was so excited because I remember I remember directing a scene for that. So yeah, that was like so exciting. And directing was, a scene? Yeah. This was, like, this was like in high school. High school. So you guys were already giving yeah, such like Yeah, so we gave ourselves tasks. like roles. <laughs> um, that one directed, one wrote. Mm. Um, yeah, so one, you know, made sure we had costume. This is the first time that we kind of dressed up as though we were like um futuristic mm-hmm. <laughs> and um we had what do you call it contact lenses and this is the first time wearing contact lenses How i had no idea that those things those they're things evil. hurt from, <laughs> they hurt uh, the first 30 minutes that you put them on i had no idea you. so i experienced that in high school um so yeah so so um you knew it was going to be acting after school right mm. but you didn't study acting so I did. Did I know it was going to be acting after school? No. So you have so invested in drama and yeah, in high school. because I thought it was a hobby. I'm like first generation right. immigrant. You know, my parents worked hard to get here, um, get to London at least, and and my thoughts were like, okay, I can't just now be like, okay, I want to like do um, drama. Yeah, because it was um, serious to them. Man. Yeah, and I didn't think they would take it seriously, and I also didn't trust myself. To go down that path because it takes a lot of confidence yes, and courage to yes. be like, oh yeah, I want to study that in drama yes. in in university, and I'm gonna make a life and I'm gonna be a star, you know. Me too. <laughs> oh my, I couldn't yeah. even say it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say that, but I, I couldn't I, say it. I, like, I thought it was a joke. I yeah. thought it was like, yes, oh yeah, yes, like the things yes. you do as a hobby. Okay, mm. now that's Let's it. Let's do drama. Let's ask film. That's mm. it. Pack it. Go 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 and do nine to five. You know. What I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So um, you know. But I, I just enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. I went, because I attended drama school. Um, right after, like, figuring out that I really liked it in high school, I mm-hmm. went to Identity School of Acting. Um, right after school? Yeah, after school. After, oh. Yeah, literally, um, when I say after school, I mean, like, extracurriculum activity. Right. Um, yeah, that I would do. So, it was like, I think it was like Fridays, Fridays in the evenings and Saturdays in the evenings. And then I'd go to that. 
so they supported your parents supported the acting bits right but not as a course of study no not as a course of study so they and even with like my drama school that i wanted to do as extracurriculum i had to pay for it yourself yeah how did you pay i, I got a job i worked in primark for four years uh-uh <laughs> yeah i've been working since i was 16 so that's what i keep telling these people though, that we've been working since forever yeah literally been working since wow. i was 16 yeah i got a job in primark at tottenham court road like one of their biggest branches mm-hmm. um hectic that place actually yes um, a lot of people coming in and going yeah yeah because a tourist space yeah. um so did that so i was able to like you know get some coin for my yeah to pay for my semester because you worked at Primark to save up to yeah yeah I worked at Primark and yeah and the money was nice you won't go far for life yeah no and it was it was great like you know just like doing that and then like funding that and then I just I loved acting right? right um you know and then I think I think having a part-time job really really does help you like it exposes you to people early yeah um, become very responsible you... right yeah you you know about you learn about deliverables early early yeah. I think that's and you different. learn that you learn who you are like whether you're a people's person mm. or like we need to work on that um yeah i worked for for a long time i even become a supervisor uh-uh. yeah i became a supervisor on the tills like i was like at what age um, 19. Okay, so you worked there for four years. Yeah. At the same place, consistently. Yeah. Well, two years, two years at the same place. And then when I moved to uni, I was still working. Yeah. You did yeah. uni like in the UK, right? Yeah, yeah. Uni, um, University of Surrey. I studied law. Yeah. Law? Mm. Why? <laughs> so, you know, when I, when I look at the course, right? Mm. Um, Essentially, I didn't want, I just wanted something that gave me a blanket. And I think this, I don't know if this is like every law law students or any creative person's um, yes. decision yeah. you kind of do something that gives you a blanket like yeah. I, I, I weighed up the options I weighed up social policy mm. weighed up social work yeah. and I just thought if the government comes today and says <laughs> we're not giving any funding that means my degree is just gone to waste you know so um, yeah law was like the blanket mm. thing the course as well. and my dad was like oh yeah I don't think you're gonna even yes. you can do it I don't think yeah. you can do it and because me I have coconut head if you tell me I can't do something Oh, so he thought you couldn't do law? Yeah, like he, you know, he knows me. Like he knew me. He knew mm. me for like the creative that I was and like, you know, in his words, you can never concentrate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, he, so he was just like a bit skeptical about mm-hmm. me doing in the course. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I took it on. I took it but on you sure. know what's so funny? Like, and, and, and I think that parents need to understand their creative children, right? Mm. I was always good at the arts. Mm. I couldn't stand the science students. I thought that they thought that they were something, but they were not creative. I thought they were like, you know, they thought they were so intelligent because they were going to science class. Right. And right. I was like, oh, people know I need talent. <laughs> people don't have nothing. So, but my granny wanted them to study engineering. From where? Where would I bring out the skills, <laughs> skills to study to, that? To, wow. So the only um, agreement that we could have or the compromise was that, you know, if you got to even do this art that you're going to do, Abby, it right. has to be the Gim Gim course mm. from law. Um, from arts, so I, mean, I just looked everywhere and said, God, let's study this theater as I would ideally want to study this right. thing. But I don't think this woman would pay for my school fees mm-hmm. if I try this. So let me go and do the law that everybody's talking about. My sister, one year <laughs> diploma. <laughs> I just thought myself, say, if you continue like this, you don't graduate. 
<laughs> what did you do? I did a year of diploma. Okay. So I was doing civil just... law. Okay, um, okay. I was doing administrative law. I did a couple of law All courses. The core, course I just subjects. realized that I was cramming cases. I'm just mm. like, what's, what's happening here? This is not me. <laughs> So I went to history. Okay. Because I couldn't go to theater arts yeah, after. Yeah. But I, I know that if I studied law for the six years, I would, be, I would have been so miserable. Mm. I mean, you guys got away with it. I don't know how yeah, you eventually... So, I mean, so how did I get... Let's even get there. Ah, how did I get away with it? So like even like first year of uni, right? Mm. Um, Start the course, first year of uni. I fell. Yeah, I failed my first year of uni. You can't concentrate law. according to your father. <laughs> what you happened? Know, um... So I was doing everything. I'm I'm gonna put my hands clean. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything except for law. That's what happened to me too. Every yeah. I was I was participating in ACS. I was ACS um events ACS? planner. So um African society. Right. Right. So I was pre- events planner for that. Um yeah, I was doing big clashes, a show called Big Clash, where like, you know, schools compete. Mm. I was part of so the team. Active. So I was active. I what? was bait. <laughs> Do you know what bait is? The bait is, oh yeah, when they see you, oh, Jen, oh, Jen, you're right. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. So you're popular jingo. I was knew popular. Everybody knew me for like, we knew, they didn't we even knew know what my course was. They were active in everything, everything but the thing that they came to study in school. <laughs> <laughs> and the irony is, I was shocked when I now felt. I mean, that's me. <laughs> My sister, shocked. that was me. Even like I was out of school, I was yeah. morning, I was doing this, I was doing that. But yeah. then the result came out first semester. I, yeah. said, I didn't make the cutoff. I said, I, 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 I said, okay. He's like, you're, you're thinking it's 40%. <laughs> what, what happened to 40%? They could have dashed it to I me, you know? To and God. then maybe next year I'll be serious, you know? Um, but no. Um, so yeah, as soon as that happened, like literally my retake year, which was 2016, mm-hmm. I remember just like, you know, a friend saying to me, oh, well, you know, go back to this thing that you love. Like, you loved acting. Like, what's going on with that? And I was like, oh, yeah. I loved acting. You know? <laughs> yeah, because like, I completely oh, forgot about it. I stopped acting. Year. Yeah, I stopped acting. I thought, you know, it's just a hobby. Mm. You know, now I get back to real life, you know. Yeah. You do a 95, you're lower. Like, normal people. Um, because also, that, that was easier. It was palpable. You could see that, you know what, with this 95, if I grow three years or four years, this, the truth this. is that I, well, did I see a vision? I didn't see a vision. All I just, I, it was almost like I was settling and not yes. knowing that I was settling. Yes. Right. Yes. So yeah, no. Um, so where where were we? <laughs> you went back to acting. <laughs> yeah. So I literally, um, my friend said, "Oh yeah, you you know you love acting," um, and I was like, "Yeah, I love acting." And you know, it wasn't as though I I stopped watching films. I I was still watching films, and then yeah. I got into a lot of Nollywood. Mm. Yeah, got into watching a lot of Nollywood, especially in the new films. Yeah. Um, thankfully, um, Rock, Iroko were yeah. really doing you guys a thing. A- at had the time. access to it from the UK. Yeah, we had even all oh, the apps. They had was the even, apps. Yeah, there was even like a Rock on Sky. So, yeah, Rock on Sky. Yeah, there was a big event Nollywood that I that I old. came to. Yeah, like I got, I got to see like you know, I, got to see, I got to see like the big names. I I remember Bisola hosted, and that was where I met Bisola for the first time. The UK, yeah. He was, she was literally, this was prior, before Big Brother. Yes, ah. I met Bisola like then. And I was like, such a, you know. Bisola I was, has been working on. Since day. Since day dot. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was so nice for me to be in that kind of environment. Mm. Um, I remember auditioning for like, um, sending in a self-tape for a Nollywood audition. When you were still in uni? Yes. So this was like so my… So did, did my, you stop law or you just… No, this was my retake here. Remember my retake here? So you retake here, you usually have like maybe three subjects that you're just taking for the year. Right. Because you're, you're, you're catching up on what you feel yes, basically. Yes, right. Um, but you didn't quit law? No, I didn't. 
Okay. No, I didn't. So in my retake year, um, got to send in my self-tape, got got a good response back. And then they were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, do you want to fly to Nigeria? Will you, will you be willing to fly to Nigeria? Oh, you to sent do your tape film? to Nigeria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a producer in Nigeria? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thankfully, um, he then said, oh, yeah, I'm available. Um, I'm actually in the UK. Come and do a physical read. So I did a physical read with him in, in the UK and then, you know. He was like, oh, yeah, you got the job. And then, yeah, flew me back to Nigeria. I shot in Enugu. I shot with Chimezie Imo, Stan Nze, um, Kira Haywatch, Teddy Bear, Dan Ugoji, like so many Which other... Which was that? It was, it, was a, it was a series that never got released. Well, that's why you and Chimezie became friendly, Abby. From that <laughs> series. Oh, wow. That year, literally. Um, we met that year um, and we shot this thing. It was three of us were leads. Um, myself, Chimezie and Stan. It never got released. It never got released. It was like a futuristic sci-fi, young uh, uh, people, um, in, in, you know, trying to discover something in sci-fi. CBD. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, maybe the SFX. Maybe they not release The that. SFX was so good and it was shot on Black Magic that year, 2016. Uh, like, it was so good. Tay, like, it was so good. So why did so they not release that? <laughs> That's I like, cannot answer. I don't know. Okay, okay. Let's, okay, let's go back to it. It was to, so good. So, you've, so by, by your second year, you already flew to Nigeria to shoot it. Yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah, 2016 flew in. I was still in uni, mm-hmm. so as soon as I got back, I knew that you know I would pursue Nollywood, um, mm-hmm. especially pursue um, opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started networking um, a lot, even though I was there supporting mm-hmm. where I could. Um, so yeah, yeah, all the other the, the bits in between, and maybe I should. So, did you finish? Law and yeah, I graduated from law 2018, and then you... as soon as like I graduated, I I flew to Tanzania for my friend's wedding. Okay. From Tanzania, I went to Nigeria, and I I was there up until I was I've been here since like Christmas 2022. Oh yeah, so I've been in Nigeria since, since... 2018 to 2022. Your family never see them. I saw them. They came over. They came oh, over they came twice. They even you. came to visit me in my flat. <laughs> Um, for Aww. the first time so yeah no, um, I got to see them so it wasn't as though like I was missing out let's talk let, sorry let's talk about um, you moving back to Nigeria because it's a different ball game and, and I miss you around the time you just moved back right? yeah, yeah literally yeah in the year yeah tell me about that experience just moving back to Nigeria and, you know it's one thing to actually just say I'm going to fly in and do a job you're going to put you in a hotel yeah and it's another thing to not enter the space and hustle with the rest of the, of the yeah. young and upcoming actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Lagos is, is really a crazy place to live. Tell me. Um, so when I first got back got back here, I was, I was kind of blessed to have um, extended family um, kind of let me into their house. So like I was living, I was living on the main, I was living, no really. Stop. <laughs> I beg stop. <laughs> I was not lying. I was living in a relay, right? <laughs> no, but like, you know. All the way you had relay this thing. I was living in uncle's, on my uncle's house, I swear. I live in a relay, but a relay is really. A relay is really. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you ever went to like Smart Media. No. Did you ever go to Smart? Like, is this um um hub? It's actually a film company. It was a film in company. In a really? Like in a surreal right? right yeah. So because I lived in a really, I like, easy. as soon as I got into into Nigeria, right, mm-hmm. I there was I was signed up for an acting course, like a right. week, a week's acting course, and okay. it was in surreal So like literally my neck, the next day um, after arriving, I went to the acting course. 
that's where I met Boo Remy. I met Tommy. Oh, I met yes. Ijoma. Rizago, the, the, your your who, cast members from Far From Home. Yeah, some of my cast members from Far From Home. Boo Remy has been hustling too. I Shout know. To <laughs> yes, I, I met her. Who else did I meet? Yes, I just met loads of other people that like are still with me in my journey today. Yeah. But that place, I love that place because they really gave me the opportunity to like show up after the classes were done I asked if I could come in every day um, just to have internet and write and you know write my play mm. they were like yes you know you can do that so they really opened their space to me it was like Wi-Fi ordered every day yeah, I was yeah. able to write my play so was it was a hope for like young people to yeah. just create yeah. yeah I was able to write my play which I then performed at Lagos Fringe that year um, oh you did you, yeah you were doing a lot of things beyond acting no? yeah yeah I mean I just I mean when I got here, I had like three three plans. I had three plans in mm-hmm. mind. Um, wanted to do my headshot. I wanted um, I wanted to write my play, and I wanted a showreel. Right. Showreel was like a latter, like because if you if you have job, you yes, have showreel. You can get a, yeah. Right. So like I wanted those two things. I did my headshots. Sorry, I did my headshots, and then I had my showreel, mm. and then I did um, sorry, I did my headshots, and then I wrote my play. My play was called Home and it um, premiered at uh, Lagos Fringe Festival. Yeah, so that was like the place where I got to like, did this 33 minute long play, mm-hmm. um, had it directed by Ibuku Fashonhan, who's a friend now. So yeah, no, it was the opportunity for me to show my skills. Um, and I got to invite a bunch of people that I knew. And I remember... No, having no, I knew Lala from like London because mm. I again I showed up at one of the events. Yeah, we need to talk about London, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, showed, <laughs> I showed up, I showed up at one of the events, so that was how I knew Auntie Lala, right? Mm. So yeah, she came to see my play, um, and I think she's also the person that I kind of asked if she could mentor me mm. at the time, and she said, "Oh no, we'll see. You just be like a, you just assist me for now, yeah. you know." So um. So I really am grateful to her because like she let me get into all the rooms that she was in. So yeah. I got to see her process. Yeah. Um, and also like I was just really excited. Like fangirling, you know. I'll just I'll just see Auntie Ketesha. I'm like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm buying your bizu, but yeah. you know, it's you, you know. So it's pretty exciting for me. Yeah. So um, <coughs> I met you um in 2019, right? Yes. This was how many years? In into like you had moved here. I mean, oh, like I moved like August second of August twenty eighteen. Okay, so and you met me within the year. Yeah, this like, was after your year. play, right? That's when Steve met you, like. Yeah, literally, you met me within the year of like me moving in. Right. Yeah. So twenty eighteen August, and I saw you what September. Yeah. Was, August September. September. I think the first time I met the first time I actually met you was on Steve's um, sets. Mm. Black quality sets. He was doing a play. Called I Be Man. Yes. And I remember we we're just a bunch of young Unilag, fresh out of Unilag, hustling. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd held a nine to five for two years after uni. Okay. And I just resigned or I was just fired. I can't remember what happened. <laughs> but either way, I left my job. Things were, life was kicking me in the butt. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Steve said he had a play. <laughs> I was living in Nigeria at the time, and 
I didn't have anything I was doing in my life. Right. So my little transport, I don't save for my former work. I can't say, you know it's Maybe we just do this player's part. This going. is the career that where, we want to where chase. Where were we? Where were we even doing my that? My friend, we were coming to rehearse at... Because uh, it wasn't going We were doing Unilag. Mm-hmm. So we would go to Unilag, Creative Arts, and we rehearse. You see, a relay was close to me. You can't say that. It was not close now. A uh, relay was central. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> so, one day... I think it wasn't you that was supposed to play that role. I think somebody else had tried. Right. And I think they brought you on much later, right? And I just walk in and I... And normally we're all local champions there. <laughs> and I hear one girl with accent. And the first time you climbed the stage and you were delivering your role, I said, ah, I can't see if Chooks afford to play this girl. Because... <laughs> they're not paying any of us here. I'm screaming. <laughs> I say. Right. Because it was, I'd never seen, you know, like for the, we're also amateurs at the time, yeah. or Steve Chooks had had some education in acting. Yeah. I, was, I was just off the top of my head, does mm-hmm. he do what I know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this girl is so brilliant to be in this circle with these people like this. Because I know oh. all the actors here, well, look at champions, are you like students and we're all hustling, you understand? Know like, yeah. where did they bring this one from? Then we had the conversation and realized that this girl was also hustling at, like, also. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I really admired about you was that, you knew where you were coming from and you were so bent on achieving whatever you... Like, your work ethic was out of this world. Like, if we had to rehearse 20 times, you'd be there with us. Aww. If we had to... And, and and that's the beautiful thing about people's journeys. Like, people just think that you you sprang out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah. Genevieve, I just came in. But those days where... I couldn't understand how this girl with accent was here <laughs> hustling with us at it. And this play, eh? yeah. that was for Unilag. Now we're mm-hmm. producing for Unilag. Mm-hmm. Why did you take on that play? Um, I mean, I love plays. Yeah, and and Steve, Steve, you know, was like, at the, at the end of the day, it was like I be man. You know, it was like um, breaking down stereotypes yeah. about like, what it is to be. Yeah, toxic yeah. masculinity. What it's like to be a man. Mm. So no, I I just I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. Did so you write your own script? Because no, no, no. He 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 gave me like a a scene because mm. and a whole character and like um, yeah. so I just needed to prep prep, prep that really. so, so so there's something about you that I, I need to talk about as well beyond just even just meeting you is the fact that you were so committed to process and in this time and day not so many people are committed to process what is it mm. that you knew that was different from what other people knew at the time because at the time that I met you also I think it was one rehearsal that you had to go back to one set. I don't know if it was Sugar Rush with mm. an assistant on the yeah, set. Rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was an assistant on Sugar Rush. And you did a lot of behind yeah. the scenes before. Yeah, absolutely. Before you finally got your big break. Yeah, absolutely. Well, why were you so committed to the process? Because at some point, you know, some people just say, you know what, I don't try. Maybe I'm a UK girl and I can mm. just be on TV or do something else. Mm. But you kept doing behind the scenes work. You, you kept trying and trying. What yeah. was it that you knew that so I, I'm really passionate. Like, I'm really passionate about acting and, like, yeah. you know, and the work in general. Um, but I also think I'm not... Like, I don't see, like, my privilege. Like, you know, we're all privileged in, mm-hmm. a, in a particular way. But I just don't... Um, I don't wear it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I see work and I see this is the opportunity. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to be at home you know, True. broke and jobless and and, and saying, no, I can't act or I can't, I'm not in. I just wanted to be in a film environment um, where I'm learning and I'm also like experiencing people at the same time. Um, 
and I also and I also think I also think it's like very good for me to like see all the do's and don'ts, you know, because like when once you're there, you kind of know like oh this kind of she person I want this. to be like oh yeah. I, oh I love her because of the way she is mm. or like you you get to experience all of those things, and I and I wanted to experience all of those. Are you not bothered that you're not in front of the screen? Yeah, and I love you know I love I love that fact that we're telling African stories. So let me tell you something: the difference between like working in Nigeria and working abroad is that you're you always feel like you're competing against the white man abroad you always feel like you are having to like um I suppose seek validation from them like you need their nod for everything you need you need um um, executives to say yes to whatever thing you're commissioning mm-hmm. but in Africa you can create what you need to create as long as you have the team for it mm. um, and what I love about the UK is that we don't know how in, uh, what I love about Nigeria is we don't know how blessed we are to be working amongst ourselves right? Um, because like working in an environment where it's just black people creating for black people mm-hmm. is such a blessing like you know, it's Nigerians creating Nigerian film for the world. Yeah. Um, and you know, so I felt really lucky to be in that environment where we're where we're, where we're creating mm. um, stories um, that are representative of us. Um, so I think that's really what drove me. And and when I think about London and that time um, <laughs> where I was assisting, um, I assisted um, DJ DJ Bass. No, right. So DJ Bass is a he's a UK consultant, media consultant, um, actually one of the, like the great founders for Afrobeats. Um, if you've watched that that documentary on Netflix, I yeah, have, have I watched that documentary? <laughs> I haven't. It's fine. It's um, no. So he's really, really great. He gave me the opportunity to like just come and work, mm-hmm. like you know, like I guess shadow him. Right. Um, so I would man all the t- the t- the ticketing for like films like CEO. For Akula right. Falayo, uh, First Lady, Omonyoboli, mm. Jennifer's Diary, Funga Kindele, you know, so I would really be there. And as soon as we're done with ticketing and all of that stuff, I could go straight to the auditorium, watch the film. And what I would do is like I write like um, questions that I want to ask a filmmaker. You know, maybe if I'm watching or if I have thoughts that I want to like share. That's what I'm I saying. You're always down. that girl. <laughs> I write it down and then I'll go down. I'll go down and then, you know, be the first to like ask the question. Mm. I remember getting really lucky this one time. I asked Auntie Funke, you know, like, oh, Auntie Funke, I think Adakoni's a sister. This is like when Jennifer's diary was like mm. popping. And, he, and she was like, ah, wow. Yeah, maybe, you know, I was like, oh, if you're, when you're filming, please, you know, <laughs> think about me. And she said, oh, actually, we're filming right now. Give your name to mm. Onome or something like that. And mm. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, and that was how I got to I got to play an extra <laughs> on um Jennifer's diary. Oh, like it's wow. season seven, I'll never forget. Um so yeah, no, it was the those moments when I look back on it, um, especially asking questions like, is it worth going back to Nigeria to do film? You know, and the answer would be like, Yes, look at Beverly Naya, you know, mm. like, or look at, mm. you know, at the time, somebody that I did look to, um, and I felt like, wow, if she's doing it, then maybe I can do it. Was that this or? Um, yeah. And her work in um, knocking on heaven's door, right. falling, you know, I felt like I have the range that this lady has, even though I've never really shown yeah. it. But I, yeah. I felt like, you know, this is someone that's really, really talented, um, and 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 I feel like I'm just as talented. And if I wanted to do this, um, you know, perhaps it's possible. 
Mm. I was great, you know, and that, that and that's literally what I wrote on. I'm so happy for you. Let's talk about your big break. Ah, blood Sisters. Blood Sisters. <sighs> when I saw you in Blood Sisters, I'm like, finally, they've <laughs> finally given this girl a chance. <laughs> Thank you, Mabudu. Like in my room, I screamed. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you know, when I saw when I saw the ad and I saw that you were going to be in it, right, right. I already knew they were going to give them a run for their money. Mm, oh, I was like, you. finally, and, and you know that thing where, as a, from one hustler to another hustler, you knew me when we were when we were, and you think about processes that one day, one day, right. it go reach your turn. Mm. Depend on the day we got smile on you, Sha. Mm. And and there's nothing as beautiful as being prepared for your moments. Right. And I think that's what you that's what happened with Blood Sisters because you were so prepared. You ate yeah. it up, spat it out, regurgitated, oh, gave us a, like a character that we remember mm. from Blood Sisters. But what was it like? Auditioning because I, I think that you went to the, to the school first. Right. You were in the school. Yeah. I mean, Life Creative Academy. Yeah. And was it because you were in the school that's why you got the auditions? How did the audition come about? Like, right. So we were. I'm first of all, I'm really grateful to that school. Um, I feel like if you're an actor and you're really looking to to get in training, mm. I would recommend. Me, I want to go to that school, Academy. but they say that I cannot be traveling up and down. I have to be present in class. Yeah, yeah. And I have a career now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like it's like That's right now, like if you don't have a career where you're needed, mm. just go there. Like no, but I really want to do it. So, but yeah. I, with two months just. It'll, I think I think in one know, place. Fingers crossed, they have like a you know a thing for like you know working working um, class people. That way, yeah. you're not having to like. It's like an evening course situation. That would be great. Uh, hopefully, they get to do short courses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a wonderful place um, because right about 2020, I'd lost all my confidence. I'd, you know, lockdown came. Um, yeah, my parents were like, okay, you should stay in, in Lagos because it's, you know, <laughs> it's far worse in London. And I said, okay, it's fine. You know, I don't want COVID. What do you mean you had lost all your confidence? Um, I hadn't worked in a while. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd been extremely unhealthy. So I'd, I'd been, this is the biggest I'd ever been in my entire life. I had the worst acne from nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, it was also the year where I moved in on my own. So I was really dealing right. with like, you know, panicking about the next rent. And like, <laughs> what's going to happen after? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was really panicking about the next rent. Where did you rent. move to? Um, Eleganza. Right. Yeah, so I was really panicking about the next rent and like just kind of not getting just I was just I was just really in a funk. Yes. Right. Yeah, I know, um, I that feeling. And then when I when an opportunity came, right? An opportunity did come before Blood Sisters. Right. right? And that opportunity when it came, I didn't get it. And then it felt like most oh my of my God. friends got the opportunity. By, bear in mind, by the way, I'm going to tell you what opportunity this is. Mm-hmm. All my friends get it. I don't get it. I'm like, wow. Why, why am I in Nigeria? What's left? What's, what's the point of being here? You know, Netflix have come. And you might they have picked, lots of things. Do you understand? Yeah. They have picked their candidates. The, the you are cream. not part of them. <laughs> Go home, you know? Oh, so you're considering going back to the UK? Yeah, I was considering going back home. And also my parents, you know, as much as they are really supportive, they're also like quite, um, you know, so if this thing is not working for you, you need to Come leave. back and look for a job. Yeah. Um, I was already having those conversations um, with them. So 2020, 2021 pulls around and mm. I see Elka, I see Ebony Life Creative Academy. I'm like, okay, I'm not working, 
but I need to get back in training. I need to, you know, go back to like the reasons why I love doing what I'm doing, mm -hmm. the reasons why I fell in love with acting. Um, and also being in a space where like people are like, sharing ideas yeah. and like you're acting with each other and you're mm. creating like you're just being imaginative mm -hmm. i love spaces like that um so yeah got into that room honestly Dricus, the tutor we had changed my life in terms of like how i look at acting you know how i look at performance and how i how i fit in the space because it's very important like to know how you fit mm -hmm. within acting and not letting acting um you know, be the thing that like fuels you. Right. Um, so no, I as soon as we started training, loved it, enjoyed the process. Um, then towards the end of training, um, we had done a couple of short films. Um, one of the short films, Kenneth Gang, who was head of directing at the time, he saw it and they were casting for Timei and they hadn't quite found the character. So he mentioned my name to Antimo. Um, Antimo Abudu who then says okay um, she Let should come in for the audition mm -hmm. um, I get the email that I have this audition in two days um, when I read the summary I, <laughs> I read her character bible I was like this girl I love her you know I could go home with her she, she was a druggie obviously yeah you, you don't do drugs so where did you I, get your own reference bro, from bro it was just an exciting character to like that I could play with mm. like you know with Tamei it was like okay there were no holds barred you know, she could have been anything. She yeah. could have been anything. Like mm. you could have given her like a wink or a crazy walk. Mm. Like you, you could have, you know, really been interesting with her. And she was like the black sheep. So there was no like there was an opportunity to really, really, really explore her. Yeah. So I was excited to do that. Um, and then when we we when I showed up at the audition, I remember feeling really excited and really ready. And I also remember feeling like. You know, usually, you know how you go to auditions and then you see like somebody like, ah, this person don't get the job yes, now. Wait till yes, they be here. Yes, yes, All of those, yes, I, didn't, yes. <laughs> I didn't have that feeling. And that's because I learned that auditions um, are just made for you to have fun and to also discover who you are. Like, really? Yeah. That's not what audition is for me. That, that, but that you is... You see me when I'm going for audition. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I'm like this. <laughs> but exactly. But that's like, you have to change that mindset. Like, because you're supposed to have fun and you're also supposed to like that's challenge yourself. That's my next paycheck. Which one is supposed to have fun? But that's the thing. If you stop thinking about it mm -hmm. in that, oh yeah, this is the character that I must get. Yeah, I know. They must know. like me. No, right? No. Then, um, so no, it was it was an opportunity for me to have fun. And I remember just walking in, seeing Antimo, seeing Ted, um, you know, seeing Kenneth Gyan, Quincy and Heidi and like five of them like literally sitting there. But I was just... So what did you do? <laughs> I remember being nervous and I remember like like after saying my first, you know, doing the first take of the thing, I was like, I'm nervous. And, I, and this is the first time that I'm saying in an audition room, I'm nervous. Let me, you know, and I shake and I really shake it out. Yeah. Literally in front, in front of, of them. them. In front of them. I'm nervous and I shake it out and then I do and I go again. And then they gave me another side. I did that. Um, then they gave me like a surprise side. There's a side that I never got an email. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting, right? Because this is what this girl does. She literally <laughs> what does she do? I don't I don't want to mix up two sides, but let's let's just go with the two, right? She she walks into a party and there's drinks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but all the drinks are empty. Mm. So she looks through and she doesn't see anything. 
So she literally shouts from across the room, waiter. And then starts looking for the, you know, more alcohol, blah, mm-hmm. blah. She causes a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to the bathroom. But bear in mind, there's no props for this. So she goes to the bathroom, um, flushes, comes out, looking at the mirror. And then she slaps herself like five times. And it, she, before she slaps herself, she's about to like well up. And she doesn't want to cry. So she slaps herself to, you know, to like control her back. tears. Yeah. And then she doesn't cry and then she steps out. So yeah, no, that was really, really fun. Imagine having that as a side and you have to completely do it with your imagination. Mm. Oh, so fun. So you slapped yourself in front of 100%. Them. What was the best reaction? slap I ever gave myself. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, this roller, I would, if this just hurts, <laughs> we'll sort it out after. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, and then I, you know, I got really blessed and I got the opportunity. Grateful to Ebony Life. Mm. You know, grateful to Netflix. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it, it could have gone to somebody else that's well known. Mm. Mm. Um, but they really took a gamble on me. Well, that's and amazing. What was it like working on that set? Like with people that you've always... These, are, these, are, these are all the anti-Kates and the rest that you've always A dream revered. come true. <laughs> Literally like you, a dream come... Like, you I never did... felt intimidated at any point? No, because I... No. Unfortunately, that's really the boring answer. I'm so sorry. Like like everyone asks... I get that question mm-hmm, a lot, mm-hmm. right? But it's, I always give the boring answer because, you know, um, I feel like when you know yourself as an actor... Right, and you know what the character is. Um, I I don't know. I'm less like fangirl. I'll fangirl pre you. In fact, as soon as I know I'm working with you, let's say I know I'm working with you, I'll message you because I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to work with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like get familiarity in, um, and also like tell you everything that I feel about you mm-hmm. before we start work. Um, but as soon as like the character comes in, it's just it's it's you know I just play with what mm. the character needs. Um, so yeah, I wasn't intimidated because like, you know, I also felt like I was an, a professional as well. I, was, I also felt like I was, it was worth me being there. Okay. Um, yeah, and I felt like, you know, I, ha- you know I, I felt safe. I felt like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am living exactly what I want to be doing. Um, so it's just all about having fun with it. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for you and, and what Blood Sisters did for you. And... and just after Blood Sisters came Far From Home. Right. 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 So, and I knew that you've been producing Far From Home for a minute now. Like, right. Like, so, was it after Blood Sisters that you got on the set for Far From Home? Or? Right. So, so the opportunity I, I missed out on in 2020 was Far From Home. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I didn't book the gig in 2020. Um, so, well, the auditions was in 2020. God walks in mysterious ways. Mysterious, mysterious ways. Like the same character, Zena. I, I didn't book her that year. <laughs> what had happened with the character? Like, um, um, what had happened? Why they recast and everything? Yeah. Um, I, to my knowledge, I think they, um, I think one of the 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 character, the person who's supposed to play, she traveled. I believe. I believe. Yeah. But like again, when I think about like the role and stuff, and then when they got back to like auditioning again. I just finished Blood Sisters. It was actually a week after I finished Blood Sisters. I was told to come back and read for Xena. And I had serious PTSD at this point because I was just like, okay, are you guys going to tell me to know mm-hmm. to go back home? But I also felt very excited at the opportunity of like playing her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I gave her more. I gave her more with like my self-tape, you know, because you have to do a self-tape first and then mm-hmm. you do like an in-person callback. So yeah, I gave her more. 
So tell me about Far From Home. What was it like shooting on that set? Oh, I, so that was a Netflix set where I think I did, I did a cameo at the beginning. I know that that set, really, everything was organized. Everything was, you yeah. understand? So like, what was it like for you shooting on that set? And knowing that, you know what, this was a character that you didn't get in 2020. God mm. brought it back to you. Like, what was it like? Um, I don't know. Like, really surreal. Um, and also, like, a really wonderful experience as well. Because it felt like I was working with all the people I came up with. Mm. All the people that I'd been hustling in the trenches with. Like, really doing auditions. Mm. Like, you know, we were staying in each other's houses. Like, you know, just to do auditions. Yeah. And, like, we were really supporting each other. Mm. Um, so, for Mike, I'd known him since, like, Kasala. Like, the first right. showing of Kasala. In 2019, I remember I came to a festival. Um, you know, for Bube Me, like met her second day of being in the country <laughs> um, and Tommy as well and like and then you know making new friends like Nasher mm. and like Ruby it was nice it was nice to like you know it felt like I was working with family mm. and um, and we could be our young selves and just like really vibe and still get the work done because mm. we know how hard um, we had worked to get on the project um, and the project in entirety, when I think about the crew, when I think about Netflix, when I think about Inkblot, the production company, um, I think it's a really <laughs> a dream for everybody. Yeah. Um, and and to have it get released and like the the reception is beautiful. Exactly. It's nice. It feels like a renaissance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Speaking of the reception, like like I know that it's it became like a cultural moment for right. like so there's too many conversations about the movie. First of all, the series, right? First of all, like, it was a new crop of actors that you guys have been acting for a while, but it felt like it was a breath of fresh air. People were saying, you know what? Ah, finally, they're using different <laughs> people in this Hollywood. Hey, can you come? Can yeah, you come? Yeah. And everybody ate up their roles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that feeling of, you know what? I mean, something that's, you know what? They're going to talk about for mm. a long time in this country. Mm. You probably go to places I'm like, ah, you don't know that you know that girl from far from home. Yeah. What does that feeling do to you after hustling for this long? It's, it's, God gets the glory. Mm. God gets the glory. He gets because, it, sis. Because like it's it's nice, but like, you know, mm. it's still like, okay, you know, thank you, God, for like how far I've come. Um and I'm also really, like I told you, I, told, I was speaking to you earlier, I was saying mm. like, I'm really receptive mm. of all that good energy. Like, yeah. if, if you see me on the streets, mm. you know, and you say Jen, I will say Jen, my G, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like, you know, it's 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 new. Mm. It's new. It's same, same thing. If you're feeling, oh my God, oh my God, I love her. Mm. Same thing. I'm feeling the same thing. You know, whatever you're feeling is really mutual. Um, so I'm really receptive of all that good energy. And um, I pray God takes us far. Amen. So what has changed now? Are you more, some more pressure on you to perform? Okay. Celebrity life. Celebrity thing. You have like almost like 300,000 followers now. Oh, What's wow. the difference between when your life was just going mm. for auditions and now that you're now that girl that has, that is in lots of productions that people know about. Right. Because if you're walking on the road now, they go know you. Yeah. So, I'm I'm really grateful that I can I have access to people mm. um to to ask the, all the questions and like fundamental fundamentally yeah. life yeah. questions that I need. I'm yeah. really grateful for that. Um I think I think that's what's the, like the blessings that I've received. 
I think the most, you know, I'm most thankful for the mm. people that I get to like, that I have access to. Yeah. And I could um, really, really pick their brains and like, um, and I guess see how far, you know, kind of like ask questions about this life. Because <laughs> yeah. um, being famous is, is a different ballgame. Exactly. Like what are the lifestyle changes? Like how did that affect you? How does it affect your life? Your everyday life? I don't know. I'm still eating my akara and pap. I just... I eat on Saturday morning. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm still living my life. I think the most, like the most important thing to me is like keeping mm-hmm. in contact with the, the the people that that remind me of my power, like mm-hmm. family, friends. I think that's like the most, I'm more aware that I need to, to stay mm-hmm. um, in contact with them. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, besides so that, you know, is grateful that I still get to audition. The audition never stops. <laughs> you but know I, mean, I mean, it's different now. Now you're not going to be <coughs> lining up under the sun. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not lying on up, lining up under the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. But I'm still having to do the work. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I'm still having to do the work, so and I'm still get I'm still getting opportunities to chat to you in my lovely green hills. I know. You know, was never happened before. <laughs> It's true. Where would I have been? Then you'd have seen me. Oh, honey. Ah, you'd have said hello. Do that. Bye. <laughs> You're painting me out to be the bad guy. Uh, no. No, but I, I, I always be love alive between us. I know now. Nah. Like, no, 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 no. Trust as me, my trust girl me. now. Yeah, but yeah. you know, this couch is. It's for special people. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's not for special people. As I said before, it's for people with interesting journeys. Yeah, like, no, no, no. I'm thinking that maybe the next. Two years, I will bring you back on this couch oh, to recount that. all the things that have happened. Have a little that. reunion. Yeah, you understand. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm so proud of the work that you have done. So one of the one of the values of this show, let's call it values. Right. It's safe to say values. It's that we're very big on people's journeys. Like, if you watch all the episodes, I'm just always interested in people's journeys. Like, yeah. because I went through process and I know yeah. how hard it is. And and if I had more platforms that I could draw inspiration from mm. you know, I would have listened Created at the time them, yeah. because sometimes it's just hard because some people are just working so hard and they don't, they don't know that you know what this work we did do now with all these other people we reached yeah, this level they all went through do, it you yeah. understand so it's just good to just have people just tell their stories and one of the things that I like about you is that you're very big on God mm. so it's I don't know your relationship with God but I mean like Every time I see your post, thank you, Jesus, for this. Thank you, Jesus, for that. You recently <laughs> were nominated for the AMVC and you were like, yeah. thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I'm like, hey, this is another yeah. Jesus girl. Though. Like, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was incredible. Like, you know, I've never... Wow. Like, you know, I used to watch the NBCAs. I used to, like, wish people that were, you know, up for nominations. Like, mm. I was... I used to wish them luck. Um, so, to be part of that is, like, actually insane. Mm. Um, and also, like huge validation for like you know my work mm. um and trusting that and trusting him and like no it's it was really it was really cool it was really, really cool let me ask you before i finally yeah, let go you on. go right how easy is it, is it to trust god especially when you're in the thick of your of your hustle days right and sometimes it just doesn't look as if yeah you know, like yeah should i go back to london or not? I, mm. what's going on hmm so, so I so I don't know if I'm somebody that like like dwells on like the all all the negatives or like the things that like 
stop life. You know, like when you you, you know how you don't have money now. Mm. Say, ah, I'm broke. Oh. Mm. And that I will, will li- make you. I will and that will st- make you stew. I will, I will literally almost lose my mind. Yeah, you stew in your energy, mm. and you might let that affect every other thing. I'm somebody that I don't let that kind of energy affect all the other things. Really? Um, yeah. So like, if I'm broke, like I won't be like, oh my god, like I'll still try and do what I need to do, based off of what I have. Mm. Right, and I also now now I'm learning to like ask for favors. So like I'll ask, talk to people around me. Right, mm. if I need something, I'll say, "Oh, guy, I need this dinner. If you run out for me for like you know, just mm. until I have money, you know." So I'm definitely that kind of person that just kind of I'll do things um, <laughs> until the dying minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. But speaking of broke now, okay. from me to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the money flowing like that now? It's interesting. Ah. Wow. Because the way you arrived here like this, you arrived here like a star. So I want to know that, <laughs> you know, this industry Thank like you. this, like once, once you don't blow smoke like this, like it's going to attract different money. Yeah. I want to know if it's... I, yeah, I think you attract, I definitely attract money. It's mm-hmm. just depending on like what, what, you know, what kind of like... Because the lifestyle. Right. Exactly me. I always do according to my cloth. You mm. know what I mean? Um, but, I, but I also think that if you want money... And where you're, wherever you're getting money, you have to believe in it. Like, it has to be, like, your core beliefs. So, like, I turn money down, you know, if it's not part worth, of, like, yeah. worth what I, mm-hmm. uh, representation of what I believe in. Um, and I also pray for money, you know. Like, you have hopes of, like, mm-hmm. people that you want to work with or brands that you hope would sign you. Right. Um, so, yeah, that th- those are the things that I, I think about. So, there's money. There's money. There has to be money. <sighs> Tea with Tay. As you go, you go drop something. There's money. <laughs> so right about now, we're at the segment where Lipton gives you a gift. Oh. But before they give you that gift, you have to spill the tea. Mm. To spill some Lipton tea, and I'm gonna ask you. If I you didn't go. spill enough tea. Mm, oh really? Oh, you have wow. to spill oh. the real, the realest of realest tea. Wow. Um, so I'm gonna ask you a few questions, and if you answer nicely and correctly, I'm gonna reward you with something very nice. Are you ready? I'm ready. Just feel the tea. I'm ready. Okay. Which one will I go for? Um, you're honestly far from home and things are different. Do you ever regret making the move back? Absolutely mm, not. not. Yeah. <laughs> no, my producer thought she was slick with using this. Yeah. yeah honestly, the far language. From home. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, You've played some interesting roles. What is your favorite character or role that you've been casting? Favorite character or role? Oh, and don't tough. be political because I no, would it's t- use this tea to stone you. It's tough. Right now. It's a lie. No, it's really Somewhere tough. deep down, there's the character that you know what? Ah, I will play her over and over and over again. A lot. Most of them? Really? Yeah. I beg the never go. Sorry, no, 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 no. Here's my thoughts, right? So when I think about um, Timaine, I would play that character over and over again. Right. Like when I think about Zena, I would play that character over and over again. So like, I don't so, really have... So it's Timaine and Zena? Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Of course it's Timaine and Zena. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite thing about living in Nigeria since you moved back? And what's the worst? What's the worst thing about living in Nigeria? What's your favorite thing about living in Nigeria? And what's the worst thing about living in Nigeria? Oh, I, I love the food. Uh, yeah, and I, and I love the people. Um, I think we're we're actually we're people that we laugh a lot, and we actually enjoy ourselves. Like every moment we're living, like mm. it's our last, right? Yeah. Um, 
So, so yeah, that's one thing I love about it. What's the other? What's the question? What's the worst thing about living here? Kia, what's the worst? Oh, our infrastructure. Um, I hate that we, you know, we're still dealing with like twenty-four hour lights situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lack of security. Um, even when when it comes to like education for young people, they're still having to like delay their times in university, and and I feel like <laughs> a lot of a lot of the opportunities that a Nigerian would get um, abroad mm-hmm. um, would be incredible if those opportunities were open to us here in Africa. True, true. Yeah, that's one thing. I I, I like I like that last one because infrastructure is also a problem here. Yeah, too many yeah. things that we should not be struggling for. Here, yes. Like. Do, do you know what Do you know what it will take to like have like twenty four hour lights? It's changed a lot of things. It changes a lot of things. Like recently, I'll tell you the truth. Recently, I got an inverter, right? I was never an inverter girl, yeah. Inverter cost my friend. It it, it cost. Superstar actress. (laughs) No, no, no. But like, you know, the life I was living, like in terms of like, just like breathing, like every day and not having to think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, really, really is different. I know it's not easy, right? in Nigeria right now but one thing that I can assure you is that I will always have tea for you <laughs> clearly in the morning where you need to mm-hmm. to clear your head mm-hmm. there will be tea for you mm-hmm. in the afternoons when it's hot <laughs> there will be tea you can make some iced tea mm, in the nice. evenings okay okay when you've had a long day okay lifting will be here for you wow lifting so, are you there for me <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of lifting I present to you this thank you honey. huge this is gift. really a huge gift, boss. So gift, huge. You know? It's Cute. really giving. Uh-uh. Yellow. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> I came to the right place. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> thank so you. thank you so much for coming on my show. Um, I hope this episode inspires a lot of people I that are like so you too. who really want to be successful in whatever careers that, that you choose. I know that process is so important and understanding your industry is very important and eventually to it will become your turn one day as long as you keep hustling and, and grinding I'm so proud of you life not turn by turn not turn by turn cheers to thank you more. you know my dad said my dad, my dad coined this thing that I use all the time or oh, actually my mom coined it okay. and it says ukwarogia or da that mm. means when the breadfruit is ready it will fall right yeah. Ooh, so yeah. so Keep working. Cheers to the breadfruit and it's all and cheers to it falling. Cheers. Your breadfruit will fall in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So help me sign out. Hey guys, I've just been on Tea with Tate podcast. It was lit. Um, obviously, this guy just cares about, you know, inspiring you guys. And um, I'm so, 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 so blessed to be on this couch. <laughs> I'm finally here. I've made it. And I, I hope you guys learned, <laughs> learned some things or took something away from the conversation. Um, thanks for, you know, being a part of this. Thanks for rooting for me as well. Rooting for us. Love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 